listening to the Living BDSM podcast. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the guy who was like ready to do this before I was ready to do this. That's John right. Brownstone. Who are you and what have you done with my dom hey, husband and this, his business partner? This is our last recording day before break. It's true. That's and true. I'm ready to pound it out and get her done. That's what, that's what he said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm sorry yeah, you rendered me speechless we are time traveling you will be listening to this while we are hopefully blissfully not doing a fucking thing <laughs> we are definitely at a point where we need some time to just do nothing i'm not sure we're capable of it but we'll find out so as close to it as we're capable of right right that's not what we're talking about uh this week uh no no <laughs> Uh, this week, we're answering a question from a dom who wants to help their partner heal from past trauma, but can't stop worrying that their submissive behaviors might be based on the past and not on their dynamic. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If you're new here, we help kinksters like you have happy, healthy power exchange relationships. You can add the podcast to your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And if you like us, how, how do words work? And if you would like us to answer your question... You can do that. There's a link in the show notes and on our website, lovingbdsm.net. Oh, this is going to be a long day. Right? That just says, <laughs> ask your questions. And you just click the link and you put in your info and it comes to us as an email. And ta-da, you've submitted your question. If you request, do a question and ask us things as if we are Google, I will not include that in a future episode. We've gotten at least one where it was like, how to have a DS dynamic. I was like, that's our whole, like, I mean, if you Googled that, you probably came to us. We have a whole website. Like, this is situational stuff. This is like, come on now. More <laughs> a little more nuanced. Right. We're, we're not, we're not Google. We, uh, excuse me. We try to have um, information on our site. We try to be helpful, but these episodes are, like you said, situational. I am already ranting, and we have not even gotten. We, we've into not the even gotten anywhere yet. We're still in the intro. I know. This is not. Um, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. Okay, let's get into this question. Myself and my partner, both fifty-one, have been together for three years. We have a caregiver, little twenty-four-seven power exchange. Mm -hmm. She, my partner, is coming from a twenty-year off-again, on-again marriage with an abusive narcissist. Mm -hmm. Our relationship is good and I'm doing everything I can to help her heal from the past trauma of those 20 years of garbage. One of the things the ex would do would be to throw a fit in public if the trip took any longer than he thought it should take and that fit would include humiliating my partner. My issue, when we go out shopping as we are need to do at times, my baby girl will ask me, can we go look at insert thing here? I have no problem with this, so I of course go sure. At one point, once we got home, I told her, when we're out shopping, if you wanna look at something, you can just say, let's go look at. It was then that she told me, part of the reason why I ask is because I'm the baby girl and I'm supposed to ask permission. This makes total sense and I love that she wants to do this. The problem is my annoying brain is saying in the back of my head, she's always had to ask permission to do anything from her ex. She's not used to being an independent person. So my question, how do I wrestle my annoying brain into getting this in her leaning into her submissive role and not her being stuck in an old tape? Hmm. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. I mean, my first thing is she's told you. 
she's told you that from her perspective, she's the baby girl. She needs to ask permission, which it might not be worded this way. And this is me reading between the lines. So mm -hmm. ask for clarification. But that sounds to me like that's what she wants to do as a baby girl. Right. And so basically, just like we tell subs all the time, at some point you just have to believe your dom. This is one of those moments that at some point you just have to believe you're submissive. She says this is how this operates mm -hmm. for her. You know, as long as she always has the freedom to say that she's changed her mind or maybe not or she sees it differently or, you know, whatever. Mm. I think right. you you got to believe her. Yeah, I and, and I think you're right. There I don't think there is a whole lot more going on mm -mm. under there. I mean, she's clearly stated, you know, this is what I want. Right. And I I think really regardless of where that comes from, go with it. Yeah, I, and know? I I think, you know, I, do I think you need to take more care when you know your partner has been through it and is having to sort of overcome that and mm -hmm. relearn how to, you know, feel safe? being who they are and doing things that, you know, should have been safe to do for all those years. Of course you do. So I think that that leads to more check-ins asking mm -hmm. anytime you're unsure, just ask for quick clarification or, uh, you know, you and I have done this before when we know we're treading near a touchy subject. Um, we've gotten better at this, not necessarily specifically with this kind of situation, but with our own, and I don't use the word lightly, our own triggers from our own bad tapes and past and ugh, um, we will try to lightly talk up around the situation. Like, can, can we, can we talk about this? How are you feeling about this thing? Instead of sometimes just bulldozing straight through of, I'm not sure that you understand that you don't have to ask for permission. And I'm, I'm worried this is your trauma. It's more of a, how are you feeling about this? Where's your mm -hmm. head at? Do you know you can come talk to me about this? And creating the situations and the opportunities for if there's doubt from them or if they've rethought it as they've gone through their own, you know, healing journey and whatever they're doing to deal with that you know there's some things might come up where they're like oh at one point you know yes i thought that i needed to ask for permission because of the dynamic but really it was because of this they they could come to that conclusion right. as long as you're giving your partner the opportunity to change their mind to come to you anytime mm -hmm. it's a little bit different to tell you something that contradicts what they said at any point in the past, I think it's fine because people right. do change their minds as they go through right. stuff and um, you know, deal as, with stuff. As far as, as saying it's a bad tape, you know something in in the in regards to it maybe being a bad tape, maybe it is. But you know what? There could be a whole lot worse bad tapes. Well, and I think there's also and, a thing about reclaiming a, a thing that happened to you, sure. right? So in this scenario, their previous partner abused them, humiliated them in ways that made them feel powerless in a way they did not want. It is entirely possible, and you only know if you have a conversation with your partner, mm -hmm. that them wanting to ask you for permission is both a sign of trust and how they feel about the dynamic, but reclaiming that ability and making it yeah. something that is under, to a certain extent, their control, that they are choosing to be in that situation. Not everybody who's into kink and power exchange does that with their past, but some people Some people do, do and, and they find that as a way to heal. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one other thing I'm thinking of, kind of muddling, noodling this a little bit, you know, this, I, I think there could be a possibility the, the big D is overthinking yes. things a little bit too much. Yes. Um, you know, it, it is wonderful that you 
want to help and, and support your partner, I think that's fantastic. And you should. You know, um, I think maybe on this this little tidbit, it might just be a bit of overthinking. Yes. And, I, you know, I think in this case, it comes from care and devotion mm-hmm. and wanting it, the sense of responsibility of being both a good dom and a good partner. Um, and that's why I go back to the original point of if your partner is clearly stating that this is what I want, this mm-hmm. is what I need, this is what works for me. And again, get clarification. If you're if you need to hear the words from her, no, I I do this because I want this, then ask for that. See, you know, if if that is accurate. But the fact that, you know, they're saying it, you've got to tell your overthinking brain that 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 is about their consent and autonomy just as much as anything else is, mm-hmm. right? So yes, it kind of maybe from the outside looks like the past, but based on how she feels, how secure she is, the, the trust you have between each other, how you treat her, all of the things, it is a fundamentally different experience. And anytime you're unsure, just check in. Um, but yeah, I do. I think you're right. I think it, it's a bit of overthinking as long as the conversations are being had and the, she is continuing to communicate with you right. um, about those things. Like if you were just making assumptions and there had been no conversations, that would actually be a similar point, but a different point. Like she's clearly stating, hey, this is this is what we do. And mm. if you want to if you just want to check in one more time and go, OK, this is what you said is this what you want? You know, you can tell me if this is not what you want, if you want things to be different. As long as she knows she has that freedom and you keep reiterating she has that freedom, not obsessively. Yeah, no. (laughs) But just like, as it makes sense to go, hey, you know, if something's different, if something needs to change, the more you make her, you know, allow her to feel safe and give her that space to be who she is, the more she's gonna figure out for herself these are things I do because I want to do them because they are they feel yeah. right to me. And maybe these are things that I thought I was supposed to do and I can let go of them. But that's a time thing. As, and 20 Absolutely. years of a bad experience versus three years of a good, it can, they're not even remotely equal. The good no. experience, you know, I did not have that kind of past experience. I will not even compare my past experiences to that. But, you know three years with a three years of good does a lot it is very powerful it is it can be life-changing but it still not and it still is not equal to 20 years of the bad right so there will be some shifting and changing i'm sure but that's also how relationships work in general and power exchange works so the things that work for her today in your power exchange um might shift as you move forward in your Further, relationship, yeah. partly because people change, partly because right. your sense of safety and trust change, you, hopefully, and I think based on this, it would deepen, and then you can do more that you maybe couldn't do before, and she may get there as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the recap is trust your submissive when they tell mm-hmm. you that that's something that they want, and when in doubt, just check in and say, hey, I need clarification. And admit that your brain is like telling you something that you feel like is probably not accurate, but you're, because it's actually a good sign. You care so much about not causing harm that it's leading you to doubt things within your dynamic. Your submissive is just as capable of providing comfort and reassurance and help as mm-hmm. you are of providing it to them. So let them. Yeah. Is what I would say. Yeah. 
So hopefully that helped right. a little bit. Thanks for listening to this week's Q&A episode. If you want us to answer one of your questions, just use the contact page on our website at lovingbdsm.net, or you can find the link in the show notes. Big thanks as always to our kinky community over on Patreon. We're able to do this podcast and keep it going and help kinksters due to your support. If you'd like to be part of our community and get access to extra content and a Discord server with a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can do that. Just join us at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. That's patreon.com slash Kayla Lords or use the link in the show notes.